Hello, this is your editor Quinn here. Just here with a quick little warning that this episode has a little more crosstalk than normal because one of the players' recordings got corrupted, so I had to use our backup. Though it's not that bad. Everything should be back to normal next week. Now, let's get to the show. This week on Folks and Fables, our crew finally got what they needed and were planning their escape when all of a sudden they heard a scream. Was it just a prank or is something else afoot? Let's find out and get to the show. So last we left off, you folks had just managed to get the book and were ready to skedaddle on out of there when JJ had decided that he was going to create his onion soup with his friend Gloria. Cutting to Piron and Estrella, you're both waiting in the gala area. People are dancing, fireworks going off in the background, everything is going fantastic. When all of a sudden, a bear appears and you hear a gasp from the crowd. However, unlike most bears, this bear seems friendly. In a red vest on a unicycle juggling three red balls, he begins to awe and astonish the crowd, making everybody aghast and in awe of th- everything that's going on. I turn to Pierre and I say, I guess that's our cue. We should get out of here. Okay, let's head to the servants' quarters. Hopefully JJ's ready to meet us. Hopefully he has the book too. Yeah, I really hope he has the book. It'd be really bad if he doesn't have the book. As you both turn to leave, all of a sudden you hear another gasp and a scream. I expect you both assume that this is another prank going on that you were warned about. However, all of a sudden you turn around and a large, crazed, deer-looking creature has bursted through one of the windows and it begins to tear apart the gala area. With people in a panic, everybody starts sprinting in different directions. When all of a sudden, as you notice, the royal family begins to get escorted out of their seats looking overhead of the gala area. However, just before they can get away, you hear a third scream as the royal princess, third in line, falls from the terrace. And you see behind her a hooded cloaked figure with a red cross going from his neck to his temple flit through the doorway just as you begin to get your escape. What are you both doing? Uh, Are we near the red, the hooded, the red hood thing? No, 
uh, the, this hooded figure is about like six stories up. You know how there was that royal viewing area that was looking down on the gala area? That's where you saw him. Where I entered and everyone saw me? Yeah. And so, like, if we'd have, we'd get close to, I turned up here and I say, do we want to deal with that or do we think we should just go? Mind you, there's like chaos going on in the background. Like, legitimately, people are like, freaking out they're running in different directions like you've got to make a decision quick because this this creature does not look friendly in any way shape or form yeah and i turn to piron and i say piron what do we do do we go do we help um so sorry who's the like which prince like who is the princess that fell i'm going to be honest it was there were about seven or eight royal family members sitting in the gala you don't really know the royal family particularly well but it was one of the princesses who fell it wasn't our princess. That, it wasn't. It, no, no, no. Sense. It was not Jasper, but it was one of the female members of the royal family who had been pushed. I think if we have a chance to help, we should help. But don't we not like them? Tired of writing. I am tired of running away from crises. It's not about how we feel about them. We can help someone in need. We should. So actually, as you say that, um, you see guards begin to kind of burst through the room and begin to clear the crowd out, trying to get everybody out as soon as possible. This is clearly not something that anybody expected to happen. And frankly, you're you're being kind of like motioned out of the room. However, due to the stampede, actually, it's going to be very hard to get to the front. So I guess that means we help and just hope JJ gets the book. But about like 15 guards have entered the room. The elk is at the back, right? The elk is uh, towards the back where like the viewing like we, gallery kind of meets it wouldn't the floor. be hard to get it wouldn't be hard to get there correct it would just sure. be hard to get out uh uh so. it wouldn't be hard to get out it would be hard to get out through the front the the servant's entrance is probably pretty accessible um let's go also, grab some weapons uh and get our supplies the guards can probably start it off but i'd like to help if we can okay let's go so we're going to the servant's quarters still grab our okay. stuff we we run in fast as we can yeah and you make it to the service quarters no one is checking your credentials nobody cares at this point everyone is just kind of fleeing and we'll cut to jj who is sitting there as he hears these screams kind of and looks up and as he hears these screams he sees you two burst through the door oh um big monster we need to help getting weapons jj you have the book right why does this keep happening? Uh, well, uh, it's, it should still be over there, yeah. So you're saying you didn't get the book? Iran is, like, still running as this conversation has, so I'm pretty sure, like, he, like, as he says it, he's, like, already past JJ, like, kicking down the storage room door for the stuff, whipping, like, Astrea's staff at her to, like, catch. Like, here's your stuff, here's your I'd stuff, actually, let's go. I'd actually, here's the deal, I'd like you to roll an investigation check for me. Not because I think you're going to have trouble finding it, but I want to see how long it takes you to find your stuff. Well, we've already found we, it, though. We know where it is. Uh, absolutely. It's going to be investigation, because it's still about going through closed barrels to find your things. No, no, but 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 ADD, ADHD, Piron is probably just panically grabbing shit out. Sorry. I critically Sorry. failed my investigation check. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So, Benj. Okay. With that critical fail, Piron, you 
managed to go through every single barrel pulling out radishes and onions and mushrooms and melons before you finally in about 10 minutes find your equipment dashed in the one set of barrels you decided that that couldn't possibly be pihan wouldn't hunt for that long if he can't find the stuff he's gonna pull the knife out of his pants and just start running back if he can't find it in like 30 seconds he's just like whatever uh i'm gonna be honest so here's my thing is that it's the reason why I think you still look for it is because you, you made the role, you committed to the action. Well, and no, so you, I know, but I'm saying like the consequences are I don't have my stuff. I'm going with just a dagger. Okay. I don't have Honestly, a, a my spear. I have I have on me, I think, a dagger and like what? You said I could keep like two darts or something. Yeah, that's correct. Three darts. Uh, I have a dagger and three darts. Three so darts. so I just like I'm just okay. leaving my other stuff. But like I don't have it, so I think that's a pretty fair consequence. All right. So as you go to sprint out, there's about 10 guards looking to kind of fight this thing. Wait, wait, wait. I'm, I haven't left yet. I'm oh, you haven't left yet. Okay. I apologize. Sorry. What are, you, what are you two doing? You both see Piron go through, come back with none of his stuff and sprint out. It's just like couldn't find it going to help. I just say, JJ, where's the book? JJ is going to just like, just, and he's going to calmly just walk over. And and then he's just gonna probably see the mess that Piron made in his panic, and I'm sure some of the stuff probably spilt out, and he just was too panicked to realize. And so JJ is gonna calmly start picking stuff up. But he didn't find the barrel, so it wouldn't be the stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that fair enough to say, Joe? He didn't find the barrel. He didn't find the barrel. We didn't find the barrel with the stuff. He gave up trying to find the barrel with the stuff, so it wouldn't yeah, be I on the ground. Find it. Yeah, but he was probably all panicked. Knocking shit over is what I was saying. Okay. No. All right. Well, then JJ is going to calmly... Because if he knocked over the barrel, he would have found it. Odds are JJ probably remembers which barrel it's in, too. Um, just because, yeah, I'll like, say that absolutely that would be makes something. sense. Yeah, um, he's, he's the responsible one, apparently. Where's the book? It doesn't matter. JJ's getting his stuff taking away. Um, do we have everything? Like, he's probably going to, like, you know, just, like, double check with Estrella, probably hand off Estrella's stuff, some of Piron's stuff, just, like, survey things a little bit. Uh, is like do we got everything i'm 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 not paying attention i'm just asking jj where's the book yeah and jj is just checking to see if we have the book just going through the paces because he is just very tired he's trying to get the answer because he doesn't 100 percent know so joey what is the answer yes i'm gonna be honest it takes about five minutes it's not hard to find your stuff you manage to find all of your equipment it's not hard they the the people who were going to gather everything up didn't leave you especially because they knew you were going to be leaving fairly quickly you've already found the stuff cool okay no jj is going to show the book and put it in his satchel and be like look it's fine everyone gets anxious nope jj as soon as jj as soon as they see the book i grab it all right i'm gonna say you just grab it then because he's tired He's not going to try that hard. So, like, you get you have the book now. Beef. Australia's like, this is fucking mine now. Yep. You're like, I don't trust any of you anymore. Okay. So, you've grabbed the book. You've grabbed all of your equipment. However, Piron, you're the first person kind of out there. And I'm going to set the scene for you quickly. You get out there, and the once pristine gala is a mess. About 10 guards are trying to fight off this creature, which upon first investigation seemed like an elk. However, it seems to appear to have more than one head. 
kind of spewing fire everywhere. These guards are not standing a chance. It's chaos. It's hectic. It's just stag heads, though, right? No, it's not, actually. The, the stag head was the most prominent head you saw, but there seem to be multiple heads of all different types of animals on this thing. And there's fire? Uh, yes. We're not there yet. Uh, you're not there yet. Okay, so there's the raised gala viewing area towards where the main dance hall is. You are on this raised platform overlooking the main dancing yeah. area. It's where it's where Cisco pretended to faint off, right? That's correct. So you see this large, ferocious creature kind of spewing fire at these guards in front of you, and it's causing chaos, knocking furniture everywhere. There's, you know, food all over the place. It's it's honestly kind of terrifying. The, the to the point where it's actually it's actually starting to do damage to some of the structural beams that are keeping the roof of this place attached. Sam. Uh, okay, so Piron, please roll initiative for me. I rolled a 10. Perfect. Okay, so with that 10... What's the story behind the 10 for Piron? Is it because he's, so, he's still like kind of flustered from like not having any shit? You know, he busts through the door and he like bangs into it and it like kind of swings back and kind of like knocks him off his feet a little bit. He's just... Yeah. He's not really thinking too much. He's just like, get to person, help save people. So definitely like trips on a couple, like like on a bag of flour on the way out the door. Just like invincible the first time he goes to like fight the alien invasion. He's just like completely off balance, flustered, overwhelmed. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you with that, actually, you are the last in the initiative order. So this thing kind of, uh, this creature takes a few steps back raises its its one of its heads it looks almost scale and lizard like and then begins to spew fire these four guards standing in front of you that you can see kind of with the first line of defense against this thing all just melt towards this thing they eat it the rest of the guards actually see this and begin to turn in panic as they begin to sprint for the nearest exit in this chaos uh the third head which seems to be almost like a, a bird of some kind manages to grab it and bite off the head of one of the fleeing guards just as it begins to flee. Now it is your turn, Piron. What are you doing? Oh, fuck. Uh, and I yell, we got this. Come back. Stand with me. Uh, yes. Pl- pl- please roll persuasion. I am not good at that, but that's okay because this is, oh, 13. Oh, I apologize. Let me start that over. So usually your insanely charismatic voice that we all know you always have would carry a lot more weight in these kind of situations. However, the sheer panic of seeing half of their friends melted in front of them, it's they're not paying attention to you. They are simply sprinting in the other direction. Heron just kind of like looks at the tiny dagger in his hand and then at the giant three-headed creature and then at the melted people in front of the giant creature and goes, well, it was fun. And I'm going to run in. Okay. I thought you were going to throw the dagger. Just full on YOLO. Yeah, like you have darts. I have a dagger and three darts. So I'm going to yeet a dart at it. Because I definitely, I don't think running in is the is the move. Hey, hey, Piron, you can do that three times. I can throw multiple. I can. I can throw multiple darts. I don't think I can do a third dart throw because that has to be a pachu punch. The third one. Yeah, but the martial arts is is it has to be an unarmed strike. Yeah. Okay. Let's see it. 
Boop. A 23 for my first dart as I, he kind of reaches into his pants. He pulls out two darts. He kind of does a spinning throw with the first one. And then carrying the spin, he throws the second one, uh, which is a 21. Wow. Okay. And the creature takes 16 points of damage as the two darts thud thud into it. Okay. So with that, so yeah, JJ and Estrella, you burst in as you see Piron whistling these darts directly at this. And with a clear chuck chuck, these darts manage to pierce directly in to the side of this almost pervertedly combined creature. You've never seen it before. It looks like it has the body of some sort of mammal, but with like the scales of a lizard and the claws of some sort of bird. It's truly horrific. But with these clear thuds, it looks to you. It doesn't look like it particularly hurt, but you did manage to get its attention. I say, oh, this seems bad, Piron. I strongly agree, but I think it's worth if we let it run. Please help me, please. Also, did you maybe grab my spear and could throw it to me? Thank you. Because I, I, is like, I, all I got is this. I don't know how, I don't think this is going to do very good as he's like holding up his dagger in his hand and he's like, and the beast is like twice his size. I look up here and I say, don't worry, we got it. And I like I try to chuck it. I'm going to roll dex to try to chuck it to see how close I get, you know? Well, hold on. Roll for initiative, both of you, please, because you have just joined the initiative. Can I not chuck it before I go? You know, this isn't my turn. I'm going to be honest, you both have, you folks have shown up right at the beginning of the next round. So, Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to be honest, you both have initiative on this thing. Okay. Is it, is it a, to, to throw Piron the thing, what would that be? You know? Uh, well, Piron is still uh, on the raised level above you. It, there are these sets of stairs to your left and right oh. that take you down, but Piron threw these daggers from the level up. They're darts. Can, so can I just give it to Piron? Would it be an action to give it to Piron? No, or? that's a free action. Handing off an item is not going to take a full six seconds. So I say, don't worry, Piron, we got this. And I say, I hand this to you. And then I say, I like look up. Is, is so? You said he uh, the thing bursted in from from a hole in the ceiling, like a window. I look up. Is it nighttime? So it is very dark outside. You can see from the windows and the shattered window that this thing burst in through that it is it is very dark. You can see stars in the air. You can see yeah. the moon kind of rising up. It's not quite midnight yet, but you can tell like it's fine. It's getting pretty it's close. Nighttime. Yeah. Okay. So. I I say, well, if the stars could answer me for the first time in a really long time, now would be a great time. And I get down on my knees, um, and I look up and I cast fairy fire. Okay. Uh, and depending on the save, you'll tell I'll tell you what it does. Uh, what's the what save happens? that I have to make for this thing? It is a deck save. And what do I have to save again? Like, what's the save? What's the DC? Oh, uh, set fifteen. It it failed. Okay, it failed. So, I get down on my knees, and I look up and I say, please, stars, help me for the first time in a while. And as you see that, a, like, god beam thing comes down from the from the sky and just shimmers over it and then kind of hits right on top of the, the beast. And it's almost like it's stuck in this, like, god beam. Like, you can see it, like, twinkle and sparkle and glow. And it's just way more obvious 
what like what's happening and okay. like where it is. Perfect. So say, you kind of cast. And I say thank you, stars, for letting me do something for the first time in a while. Amazing. So with that, I do believe it is now JJ's turn. Now I have a bonus action. Oh, I apologize. Okay, so as a bonus action, I am going to just get into my uh, archer form. So I I can't shoot it because it's a bonus action to shoot as well. But I say okay. I pull this back and I just put my, I, I say, let's get ready to fight. And I just put my hand out and like a ethereal kind of bow shows up. And again, I light up in like a constellation form. And as I do that, like a ethereal bow kind of shows up. Okay. Amazing. Head. All right. Oh, that's your turn. You're not, Oh, you don't get to shoot as part of the bonus. I, action? I can't, it's a bonus. It's a bonus action to turn and then a bonus action to shoot, which you can't do. All right. Okay. So now that Estrella's turn is over, JJ, I do believe is your turn. All right. So, yeah, I think JJ's going to like step up just a little bit to use his movement there. Um and Okay, so we're on a higher level. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Oh my goodness. Okay. I very um, very aptly described this. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I figured it out, uh, Joseph. All right, fine, Don't worry. Fine. We have the high ground, that's all that matters. Yes. Uh JJ is going to uh look over at Piron and uh just say Piron We've got this, all right? We're going to follow your lead. Just let's fucking kill this thing. And that is going to be a whole ass D8 of inspiration. Okay. Very nice. And then JJ is going to look at this fucking thing, grab his loot, and just strum as hard as he fucking can, almost breaking the the one of the strings, all right? Just slamming down as hard as he can with his nails, probably breaking a nail. Just to get out shatter as quickly as fucking possible on this boy. Okay. So with that crazy just discord, please make a constitution saving throw. For a me. constitution saving throw? Yes. Okay. And what's the DC I have to make? 15. Okay. So you cast shatter and this wave of force and thunder goes crashing towards this thing. And it looks at you as this wave of force comes towards it and it stands there firm as these like ripples of thunder and like sound kind of pass through it it stands there bracing itself and then manages to shake off the hit you have taken okay well then they take nine damage so after that's done it looks at you and it is very upset at this point as uh, the third head. We're all standing next to each other. What a genius. Uh, it kind of takes its, you know, long strutting pause and then jumps. It jumps a good 10 feet into the air and manages to just make it onto the platform next to you as it takes its, you know, bird-like head and takes uh, two bites at uh, JJ. Oh, it's not, it's not, it's not, I thought it was going to burn us. I was mentally prepared for that. I'm not wearing armor. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. So none of us are wearing armor. That's not great. Um, Don't worry. Sorry. I can heal Joseph. That's oh, thank goodness, good to know. Okay. So when it, it, it gets up there and you are not expecting this thing to move as quickly as it did jj but as you kind of turn to go meet it it sinks its beak mouth directly into your shoulder biting directly through the collarbone uh and you take uh 21 damage 
Um, after that, it kind of shoves you aside, and then looking at Estrella, it dives towards her. I uh, assume a 23 hits. Um, as it kind of... You know, he said, I'm bored of this campaign. Okay. So it takes its claws, digs them into the ground, and dives towards you. Horns line directly at you, and with a, uh, I assume the 23 hits, which it does... Um, and y- as it sinks its horns into you, just kind of knocking you aside, you take seven bludgeoning damage. Okay, now I need to roll, and I hold my concentration. Perfect. Do I move? Do I get pushed away? Uh, no, you do not get pushed away. Uh, or actually, sorry. No, you, you do not I get pushed. You away. do not. Uh, yeah, you get pushed five feet, actually, backwards. Um, and with that, Piron, it is now your turn. All right, so Piron put his knife back in his belt. He's got his spear. He's feeling a lot better with his spear. Gives a little flourish twirl and goes for a, a stabby stab. Uh, and I think I'm going to use inspiration. You've advantage. You've advantage. I'm going to stab twice, so we'll just take each roll because they hit. Uh, you know what? Actually, no, because I want to see if the second one crits. Okay. Uh, and another stabby stab. Darn. No, but you have the inspiration. I rolled double nines and a seven. So that's a 16. So both hit. Both of those hit. So he gives a little flourish uh, and kind of like cuts it across the face with the first uh, uh, flourish for 10 damage. And then with another spin, he kind of brings it around and stabs it in the paw as he kind of comes up and down for another five damage. Uh, And then his bonus action, he's going to kind of move with the flow, and try and throw out a kick across the face. Uh, and with double 26s, I think something's wrong. Twice. Yeah, because how did I roll identical on advantage twice in a row? Uh, and I do six damage as he finishes his flourish with a kick across the face. Okay. So, wait, which, by the way, which face, which face did you um, uh, hit, by the way? Which one did you target? The bird, the elk, or the lizard? I cut the li- the elk, and I kicked the lizard. Got it. Okay. With that, I be- uh, Astrea, it is now your turn. Okay, so it's my turn. Uh, I got hit back. Uh, so am I, I'm not engaged with it, right? Because I got pushed back. You're not engaged with it. It managed to push you about five feet back. Okay, so I'm going to move back. And then, as my main action, I'm going to use Guiding Bolt. Okay. So, that's a 19 to hit. Does that hit? That'll hit. Give me give me the description. When I cast Guiding Bolt, her flower opens up, basically. And a little ball of light appears because the stars know what she wants to do. And it just shoots a dart right at the beast crashes open and kind of covers it in little gold light and i get a 19 um also just going future by the way so instead of doing it instead of saying you're casting guiding bolt and then giving me the description give me the description and then at the end of it say i'm and with that i cast guiding bolt i do 17 radiant damage so then so then with my bonus action i pull back on my bow and arrow and a glowing arrow appears and i say stars you have me today and I release, and I see if I strike true, and I get a twenty-six. All right, 
So with that, these two bolts, one of them just absolutely decimates this thing, kind of sending it like spiraling in place quickly as it kind of stumbles to recover. And as it begins to kind of get up, uh, recovering from this massive blow that's taking, another smaller bolt kind of pierces it in its lizard head as it kind of reels back from this pain again. And it looks very upset, like extremely upset. As it kind of turns to Piron. And with a whack, uh, it takes its claws and tries to kind of gore you away um, so it can move towards Estrella. Uh, it does an 11 hit. No. Okay, so it takes its claws and goes to kind of whack at you. Um, but blinded by the rage and anger, it kind of just swings wildly over your head as it manages to take a, a couple of steps forward and tries to bite Estrella directly in her shoulder. You may both take an attack of opportunity. This thing is not thinking correctly. Cool. Do you want to go first, Dunk? You can go first. Thank you. Cause oh hell yeah, I'm gonna need it. Okay. Um, I have a dagger, but I didn't put it in here. What do you have to hit it with? So I'm just gonna use the cutlass for the roll because it's the same. Um, and then I'll do the one d four. It's a nine. <laughs> Oof. So JJ tries to quickly pull out a knife. Um and stab it into the uh into the the creature and i think he almost does but the creature is just like as the creature was shifting its attention jj decided to quickly try this um and then the the uh creature just started bolting towards uh astrea so it kind of just like he, he was just a little too slow um and that's because of a nine and it's a yikes so I actually think you make contact, but because you were like not expecting it out, off of its thick hide, you you kind of go to stab it in and you just kind of s- glance off. Yeah, 100%. So Piron uh, is more between the monster and Estrella. The monster has to kind of like run by him and he's also much more ready to do the stabbing. So uh, ruled 24. Um, and then so as the monster kind of runs past him, he does like another quick like side slash with his spear for 10 damage as I catch it in like the shoulder, I think like the front shoulder. Yeah. So reeling from pain, uh, it kind of roars back and then goes to bite Estrella, uh, seeing as it was the one who did the most recent damage. Um, it does yeah. a 15 hit. Yeah, it does. So with that, it takes its beak like mouth. It kind of grazes your chest doing 15 piercing damage. Holy f- <laughs> uh, Estrella gets hit by that. And then falls to her knees. She has three hit points. Um, and and doesn't hold concentration. So uh, so what happens is as 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 uh as she gets bit, she falls to her knees and then like almost loses consciousness for a second. And the shimmer on it drops. Like you kind of see it fade away and it becomes normal again. And Estrella says, "I'll g- get you for that." <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> oh my lord um yeah uh but astrea it's your turn no piron i apologize it's your turn amazing uh so obviously i'm gonna run back up and i'm gonna be like you get away from her uh and i'm probably gonna wedge myself kind of as close to between the two of them as i can okay uh and i'm gonna keep whacking away at it um so i'm gonna take my spear and i'm gonna ka it and I got a 19. 
uh, that'll do her. You don't have advantage anymore. Um, so with a 19, uh, I stab it again, kind of. I think I'm just going for center mass at this point. Piron's like, get back. He's like trying to kind of like do the like pushing jab. Uh, and then with the second one uh, is a 21. So we'll both do it. Two quick jabs in there for a total of 16 damage. Um, and then as a bonus action, he's going to kind of uh, uh, bring the spear around and smack it down with like, he kind of has the spear resting along his forearm as he, as he throws an elbow into the deer face for, and with a 16, that's an additional 10 damage. Wow. Oh my I am God. rolling high today. Yeah, seriously. Um, and with that, actually, this creature takes those hits, and it, it it looks exhausted. It looks rough. Its legs are starting to shake a little bit, but it still seems to be standing. And with that, uh, I do believe that, uh, Astrea, it is your turn. Huron, like, leaves with, like, a stay away from my friends. I am not looking good. So my first action is going to be with my action. I'm going to use a bonus action spell of healing spirit to summon a healing spirit in my space. And so when it comes into my space, I get to heal 1d6 hit points to that creature. No actions required. And so I get six more hit points back. So again, basically, so I'm lying down on the ground. I say, stars, help me. And another little god beam thing kind of like shows up. And it says it's a fae, but I'm ignoring that. A little god beam thing shows up, and a little twinkling star appears above my head. And it casts a little light onto me, and it shimmers me, and I'm like, oh, thank you, stars. And I feel a little more invigorated. And then I say, but if you could give me a little more, that'd be great. And with that, I'm casting healing word, because it's also a bonus action. And you can cast two bonus action spells. Oh, my lord. And I get six more hit points back. Okay. Holding on strong. Thank you, star boys. I think I can do it. Because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a star boy. And I stand up and I say, I'll get you next time, beast. I'm back and ready to attack. But I can't do that right now. I'm really tired still. JJ, I do believe with that it is now your turn. Yeah, so JJ, I think, um, got hit so fucking hard with that crit that uh, it actually just shatters his illusion. Um, So now he just looks like JJ again. So a little bit shorter, um, a little bit scrawnier, far less hair, French accent, pissed. So he is going to weakly kind of get up just pissed about the day that he has had. Relentless, just looking at that thing and just saying, you filthy motherfucking animal. And he is just going to uh, put everything he can into just like a whale out of his uh, loot. Um, and he is going to cast Dissonant Whispers at second level. Oh, sheesh. Damn. Second level. I feel like JJ is like like as the f- uh, uh, illusion is like flickering, he looks really put together, and then the illusion drops, and underneath he's like messed up after that hit, like hair everywhere, like sweating. Yeah. So uh, that would be a total of oh yikes, um, seven plus six is thirteen. 
Do I take half on a save? You would take half on a save, yeah. Oh. So it kind of starts to reel back as you kind of see its its like ears and like face and everything just begin to become nauseous and grueling as it kind of starts to retch a little bit looking towards the ground and then it immediately snaps out of it. Um, And with that, actually, it kind of turns uh, in the direction of you two, of Estrella and, G- and Piran. And this red kind of fire begins to form in the lizard's mouth. And all of a sudden, this blast of flame erupts oh, from I, this I cast absorb element on myself. Don't worry. So what does know? that do? As a reaction, I capture some incoming damaging, lessening its effect. And so I have resistance to fire damage. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. And if I punch it, I'd have that I'd I'd put some extra fire damage into my thing. Okay, I would like you both to make a dexterity saving throw for me. That checks out. A 13. 12. So with that, you both are not expecting this as this just pulpit of flame engulfs both of you. Um Astrea, you managed to kind of absorb some of that as you're, you know, for like you know the X-Men character um kind of starts to take in that damage. Unfortunately, this is just too powerful. Um, JJ, uh, Piron, you take 31 points of fire damage. Wow. Whereas Estrella, you take 16 points of fire damage. I have 15 points of hit points. Well, I, so, so, so I look up at the stars, right? This would like freeze frame like it's anime. Mm-hmm. The fire would explode. It would slow mo on to me. I would be like, my face would be, uh like a big open oh no i look up at the stars and i say one more please and then i get covered in a glowing light but then the fire erupts onto my body and the glowing light just drops and when the fire disappears i am lying on the ground and i like with a finger saying almost so close and then i go and i drop uh i'd actually like uh, Piron and uh, JJ to make perception checks for me while this is happening, by the way. Piron, uh, please make a disadvantage. Okay. Okay. 22. Okay, so with a 22, JJ, you notice and you begin to hear a crack as one of these massive white pillars you see begins to kind of start to jaggedly crack up one of the sides of it. Um, Piron, however, is very distracted as he was lit on fire i went from 39 to eight hit points uh jj is going to scream at piron uh piron it is your turn though speech is a free action though yeah it is on your turn <clears throat> what do you want to scream at me okay d'accord all right piron please astoya pick go crashing now go uh, okay, so I'm going to take my action to pick up Astrea. Uh, I'm going to uh, spend a key point uh, to disengage, to, to step of the wind. I'm going to disengage as a bonus action. Okay. Uh, and then, I guess while I'm carrying a person, I only have half movement. So we're going to jump down and go. Uh, uh, we'll jump this. We'll go this way. 5, 10, 15, 20. Uh, are you going down the stairs or are you jumping over the railing? 
Uh, we'll make it cool. I'll eat over the railing. Okay. Can you roll a dexterity saving throw for me, please? Or dexterity check, actually. I apologize. Or acrobatics, because you're jumping a 10-foot railing. Yeah, but I have slow fall, so. True. You know what? I apologize. Yeah, you chill. Well, with that being your turn, JJ, it is now it is now your turn. It She's is JJ's you. turn. Uh, yeah, so uh, JJ is going to uh, yell at the at the creature boy and just say, Hey, I'm still here, you stupid fissy animal. And he is going to be using unsettling words, which means that you must roll a D8 against your next saving throw of any kind. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to once again cast Dissonant Whispers with that uh, whale. Um, unless, actually, um, there's no metal on this thing, right? No, it's not wearing any metal. Cool. Okay, then I'm doing Dissonant Whispers, and I'm going to do it at third level. Okay. Holy cannoli. You know your boy is going to be flexing his grades. Simple as that. He worked hard. He improved. Good test scores. Alrighty. Wisdom 15 DC minus 1d8 because of unsettling words okay okay so it fails cool you take 17 points of damage so with that this uncontrollable wretch comes over this thing as it begins to kind of just finally have this sickening feeling overtake them as it kind of lets out one last gasping roar and collapses to its side however due to the damage around the room that this is all has taken A white pillar about 30 feet high. Finally, you hear this crash as this pillar disengages from the ceiling and is falling directly towards you. I would like you all to make dexterity saving throws, please. Except for Piron. Or except for Estrella, who is in Piron's arms. Actually, Piron, please roll a disadvantage for me. I wouldn't wouldn't have, like, held on to her. Like, it would have been, like, grab, run, put down. Okay. Like I'm not like I'm not kind of like killing I'm gonna me. Give, I'm not like taking Astrea's agency. Um Astrea is knocked out, isn't she? No, she's still up, right? No, I have zero hit points. Oh, I thought you were still conscious. No, I have zero hit points. Alright, so no, I would not have dropped Astrea then. I thought she was like still up. Yeah, so please roll at disadvantage for me. Nineteen. Okay, so with that, you kind of manage to dodge out of your way as this pillar comes down. But JJ, unfortunately, you don't as this pillar begins to descend upon you. You kind of get smacked to the side as this pillar crashes down, collapsing the balcony. And as it hits the floor, it collapses the floor inward, the three of you falling below. Wait, we all fall below? No, 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 the three of you falling below. Yeah, but I feel like, like, because JJ's on the other side of the pillar still, so probably like, no, as Piron's yeah, kind of like reaching out, sees JJ kind of disappear well. in the rubble, and then we slide with him. Waking up, it feels like it's been a couple... Am I alive? I feel like it's been a couple of hours. You wake up, Astrea seems badly shaken, however, does not seem to be dead. The rest of you... I think that she know. should make her saving throws. My three death saves? Okay. Ten. Success. Second one. Twelve. Success. Two successes. Third one. Six. Yikes. First fail. Seventeen. Three successes. I I live. We Gucci. With that, Astrea stays in the story. You all begin to kind of wake. 
It feels like it's been a couple of hours. The dust kind of settling around you. You wake up. Stone bricks surround you with dimly lit torches lining the walls. This creature stands in front of you, collapsed dead. However, you look up and you see about a 60-foot hole upwards towards the ceiling. Looking around, you have no idea where you are. However, there seem to be three paths leading towards you. And a sign written behind you saying, only those who dare will find their way. And I look up and I say, so is this what hell is? I thought I'd make it to the heavens, but I guess I just died. Thank you for listening to this episode of Folks and Fables. If you like the show, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts or tell a friend. We also have a coffee link, which is ko-fi.com slash folksandfables. You can follow us on Twitter at folks underscore fables and Instagram at folksandfables, all one word. A special thanks to Talia for our beautiful logo, to Quinn, who does all our editing and web services, and to Joey, who is selflessly signed up to deal with all our idiocy. And of course, thank you, dear listener, as this would not be possible without your support. Thank you.